turn my headphone down a little bit. Yeah. 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 This is Sadcast episode 32. I am Sadwater. That's my real name. Don't use my name. You've known me since we were children. Don't use my real name because I am Sadwater now. I'm here with Jonathan Younger. He's a producer and he's also an actor. I don't know if you knew this, but he's produced movies like for real, not YouTube stuff, but real movies that are in theaters. Yes. Was that? A, you got to go close, man. I'm close. No, is that good? You can, you can bring the mic closer or the chair, the thing. It depends what's better. I'm good like this. But like close like this close yes that's perfect you can lift that up and then so you don't have to bend down and do j- j- manhandle that yeah I'll manhandle this mic but don't make it weird um, so yeah that was a good intro of, of you right yeah i manhandled the mic no no not that part the part where i said oh he's a producer oh yeah yeah real that's, movies. Uh, that's true i make uh feature films yeah not the kinds that you find on uh the internet i mean they're not like on youtube it's unless people steal them but the kinds you normally have to buy a ticket for. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, and we used and to we used to make uh, little movies when we were kids. Don't yeah, but again, you just made it sound weird. We we used to make like jackass type of. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, but the way you said like it, pranks. Like the pranks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll move past that right now. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So I w- I was gonna get to questions, and uh, also I usually have a live stream going on oh, at this time. By the way, thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I, there was a flow, and Sorry. you totally ruined it. Sorry. Sorry. Um. So there's no live stream right now. I'll, I'll do that after, again. Um. And then we have questions. But before questions, um, you didn't become a movie producer. That was not your plan. That happened totally by accident, right? Um. Yeah. Pretty much. I actually had no aspirations to be a movie producer whatsoever. Your your thing was acting forever. Acting, yeah, since I was a kid, I that's all I wanted to do. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to talk about was that I always tell this is mostly younger people who listen, and I always tell them do not follow your dreams. And I feel like that's kind of what you did. You 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 were following your dreams. You came out to Los Angeles. You wanted to be an actor, but it wasn't happening so fast and then you just fell into other things and then you it's almost like you did a whole 180 in order to get to that initial goal well i I think that there's no one way to do something i guess i didn't follow i at one point i stopped following my dream following my dream brought me out to los angeles that was the intention but i guess i stopped following it but at the same time even though i stopped following it i never forgot it right but I wasn't definitely didn't follow because if I would have followed it and only followed that, I probably would have still been working in a restaurant today. Yeah. So basically, what you're saying is tunnel vision. Tunnel vision's terrible. Yeah. And and when people are one track minded, is that a thing people say? One track minded. I guess so. Yeah. I, or if not, I just invented. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, they they tend to just be in a vicious cycle and s- they're stuck in it because that's the only thing. They're like, no, it's this or nothing. But but you uh, you just kind of it's not like you went with the flow. I mean, you you had hard times. Of course I did. No, hard times, and you know they were hard times. There were fun times. There were simpler times. But the um, you know know, pretty much I moved out to LA about nine and a half years ago at this point with uh, nothing. In the beginning, I was actually living in my car. Everyone does that. Everyone does that. But the thing is, when I you know. 
I parked by the beach, so I technically have beachfront property. That's good. That's that's what you, that's called a life hack. Yeah, it's a life hack. I like how life hacks are just never life hacks. And it's like, and I had a basement. It was just under my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> life hack. I you had a basement. It was yeah. just, um, it, it was it wasn't hard. It was it was hard to get down to that basement. But yeah, like life hack. Uh, make a a a, a cup, and and it's just, you just put your two hands together. Yeah, that's life. not really a life hack. It's just if you have a brain, you'd know to do that. If you needed like a, something like a cup, a drink from a. There's no stream. cup, Pandy. Put your two hands together, and that's a cup. Yes. Um. So, you know, I was out in L. You know, L. A. For a while, pursuing the acting thing, and um, I, 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 it's funny. I booked one gig, this Pizza Hut commercial, and I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. And Can I you send that to me? I'll put that in my story tomorrow. Sure. All right. It's it's on YouTube, I think. Find it. And um, yeah, I did this Pizza Hut commercial. And I booked it. And I didn't know how I didn't know how the uh, I didn't know how the business really worked. So I remember when I booked it, I pulled over to the side of the road on the 10 freeway, called my mom and said, <laughs> Mom, pack it up. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> and four months later, I was working in a restaurant again. Was it a Pizza Hut? Did you work in a Pizza no, Hut? No, oh, they wouldn't that. even hire me after did you that. try no you should have that i did I, I thought it would be funny to apply a pizza hut and then and then there'd be like uh what are your qualifications and you're like look at that right there and you pointed at yeah. nothing you're just you're just expecting a tv you to be there and there wasn't you know i was on a date once in la like i was hanging out with a, a girl and you know like this girl like and her friends and stuff you know not on a date but hanging out with girls and stuff at a bar and she's like what do you do i'm like well i'm an actor and you know like that's like the sign of like <laughs> Okay, buddy, you know? Yeah. What? And as I said that, the commercial, like, what do you mean? the commercial came on in the bar, and it was like the most serendipitous thing that could have ever happened. Yeah, but is that something you wanted to show her? No, it just, <laughs> no, but I mean, she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, that's what I mean. <laughs> and the night was good. She's like, I was with that Pizza Hut guy. Yeah. And she went back home to Bloomington, Indiana, if that's the place. How'd you know? I, is it? No, I oh, don't, I don't I've never heard of that before. I don't even yeah. remember. And she's like. But it was the first time I was like, wow, this is. I'm on TV and I'm. Th- th- it was the first time I had the thought where I was like, I'm on TV and I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, Still, but th- no one else knows that. This is not going to work. So, um, you know, an opportunity came up to work for a producer uh through you know friends and just you know some serendipitous things i guess that happened um that i was just open to and i was like uh yeah i had no aspirations to go into production i th- i just needed a job my job in the beginning was to get s- you know cigars and coffee answer the phones an and assistant yeah i was an assistant in Hollywood. no shame in that hey um no shame at all i lied I had no qualifications like of like Microsoft Word, Excel. Oh yeah, stuff, I don't even I know don't what any of that is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not savvy and all that stuff. So whenever I needed to do something, I would just Google how to do it. Yeah, that's and then it all literally it. Out. Qualifications are BS because what people don't know is that if you are hungry, you can learn anything. Yeah, and I didn't, and I lied because I didn't go to co- I didn't go to college. This one time, I was in the hospital, and they're like, "Is there a doctor in here?" I'm like, "Why are you asking? We're in a hospital." And I said, "Yeah, I'm a doctor." And I just Googled whatever they were talking about. And I killed, I did not, the person's, so what you were saying, uh, you were saying, uh, John, you were saying something. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Sadwater. Yeah. No, no, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. No, so I was saying um, I started working for this producer and, you know, I didn't forget about the fact that I wanted to be an actor and that's what I wanted to do, but it just, I I hit a, I hit a wave. And I just started going on that wave. And um, from that, I moved into casting and then casting into sales. And today I run um, the biggest independent production company in the world. That's crazy. And um, what's funny is when I turned 30, um, I'm 32 now. When I turned 30, I was making a movie uh, called 211 um, with Nick Cage. And um, the one of the actors kind of had a... Uh, there was this actor that he was removed from his role because he kind of had a little bit of a nervous breakdown. Will remain nameless, and I had to, I stepped in because we c- 
couldn't bring another actor from L.A. And uh, we were shooting at our studios in Bulgaria, and we needed an American. And that's when <laughs> I started acting again, and it was just by a fluke. Can you send that to me? I want to see that clip. Sure. The movie's on iTunes. Yeah, no, but I don't want to pay for things right now. I understand. <laughs> thanks, 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 sad water. <laughs> you just gave away my name, and I'm I not gonna. <laughs> you said something, and people now know. Um, but uh, but yeah, here's the thing. If I would have stayed focused on only the acting, saying this is not the way that you know you do it, then who the hell knows where I would have been today? But definitely not where I am now, and where I am now, and I'm somehow I got the best of both worlds because I get to make movies that I want to see. And um, and sometimes act in them still. Yeah, and you don't have to go through that uh, process of uh, rejection, constant rejection. Yeah, that's what acting is. It's mostly rejection. Yeah, your job is to audition and uh, get rejected, and all the, the time is from time to time you might book something. Yeah, and um, that much rejection, I don't think that's like a normal thing people go through no, in a, in a whole lifetime. Like the amount of rejection an actor goes through in a year is probably the amount someone will go through in a lifetime. It's true, and actually that's why I take my hat off to a lot of people that are really pursuing acting or any type of other form of entertainment because at the end of the day, your biggest enemy is yourself and all that stuff, and you can handle all that rejection that says a lot about you. Yeah. So I actually, people that are really doing it for real, I salute you. But don't be scared to jump at other opportunities. Well, you yeah. never know what will bring you back. As long as you don't forget what it is that you want to do, doesn't mean, you know, doesn't mean that. I think that when people kind of <laughs> deter off of things, right, they think that they're veering off, that they think veering off from the path of their dream or that tunnel vision, they think that they're not. Or that they're giving up. That they're giving up. Yeah, no. But th- I, I think that that's a terrible way to think. Well, yeah, I mean, I... Uh, I never had a dream to make a fake but real water company, and uh, <laughs> no, or, or do a podcast or do anything like this yeah. or make memes. I don't know, but um, my but dream you is go with the flow. Yeah, look, I mean, it's it's. I guess the word is entrepreneurship. Entrepreneur, yeah. And I, uh, I just want to make something that people like, whatever that is. I I don't know. For now, it's this. Um. But before I was doing an app and and I was working with our friend Jeremy, who's yeah. a childhood friend. And um, and that was going well for a little bit. But then we ran out of money and I thought, OK, this is where when I moved to co- my parents live in Costa Rica. So I'm like, this is when I moved to Costa Rica. I guess I'm done here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I accidentally made this thing that that people seem to like. Um, I think the main thing you ne- people need to know is that is to not make plans is to is to kind of be flexible with with these sort of things or with your dreams or whatever. And um, you can always pick up some sort of craft and, and, and kind of immerse yourself in it and then make that your profession. Um, and then th- make that your passion. Uh, the, the passion you have as a kid doesn't need to be the passion you have for the rest of your life. Like you don't, y- if you're, you're a kid and you like acting, it doesn't have to just be acting. You, you can figure out, figure it out with other things too. Yeah, and like, like you did. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, and you know what's a cool what's a cool feeling is that you know being starting from the acting, starting from this you know from the side of the business that of acting, um, the coolest thing that you know I g- I've gotten to do over the years is 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 be in a position where I'm able to change people's lives, which is really awesome. But um, but yeah, I mean. Listen, the whole thing we were talking about, right, is following your dreams or not following your dreams. Like I said in the beginning, just because it doesn't seem like you're following them and you're going on some, you know, you're you're going off of s- on some tangent or some other thing doesn't mean you forget them. No, yeah, I mean, and and you you can uh, you can always get back to them also if you hit something like hit hit. Uh, I don't know, become successful at something else, you can always kind of go back to what really made you happy. Um, what people also need to understand is that when you make money, um, money is kind of the thing that allows you to have a little bit of freedom and time. And then, you know, then you can kind of go back to what truly makes you happy. Okay, let's get to some questions. And look how long this one is. And I didn't wow. even read it beforehand. So I'm, you're going you're gonna to see me struggle to read this. Uh, and maybe I, ju- I won't read the whole thing. 
but it's really long. So this person says that they are an artist, and I and uh, so I'm reading it. I say it with quotations because I don't see myself as an artist. I don't believe I live up to those standards. I don't believe I'm good enough, nor will I ever be. And I'm frankly terrified to expand into new art territory. And this could be applied to someone's everyday life, uh, of course. But I'm just stuck. I haven't been able to draw or create anything uh, I'm happy with in over a week or two. And I'm constantly uh, comparing myself to those more successful in terms of money, fans, and followers. And I don't know... Uh, and I know that's wrong and that's not healthy, but that's what everyone seems to use to determine who's successful and who's not. And honestly, my definition of success is how happy I am no matter where I am in life. But my definition is slowly being sm- smeared away by this new common definition. Okay, so this person is worried about the amount of money and followers they have. Um, I think that's normal to do that. And I think that people do that in general. Like if... Uh, if you look at someone who's better looking or I mean, you're just going to see a lot of better looking people on Instagram, you're going to constantly compare yourself. So it's not just with your work and with your art uh, or anything like that. Just that's what Instagram is. It's the best of every it's a window to the best of everyone's life. Like it's the highlight reel of their life. And it's to- all you have to realize is it's totally fake. And also followers are fake, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, uh, so what was the question exactly? The question is, um, I think it's more of a concern. Okay, so it says, and honestly, my definition of success is how happy I am, no matter where I am in life. But my definition, so they're afraid that their definition of what ha- what it means to be happy is slowly deteriorating because they keep on comparing themselves to people who have more money and more followers. Well, I think that one of the first mistakes there is that you're comparing yourself and you're equating happiness with um, followers and money. I That's the big problem with this social media generation. I'm sorry. I'm not from that. Uh, I don't play on the social media that much. I, I have Instagram and stuff, but it's not my uh, end-all, be-all. But I think, th- I mean, what are you comparing yourself to exactly? Are you comparing yourself to a picture that you see? where somebody looks like they're very successful. You have no idea. That is like one millisecond of a person's yeah. life, right? It means nothing. No, and they can. And people can also uh, buy... Okay, so th- I mean, I, I, and I think I've mentioned this before, one of my guests have, but in, in Russia, there is a thing where you can take pictures on a private plane and put to post on your Instagram. Like, no oh, way. Yeah, a lot of this is just pure BS. It's f- completely fake. But... But I know you know famous people. I know famous people. And I can tell you that they are some of the most miserable people I've ever met in my life. Um, And, you know, they shouldn't, right? Because they have all the money and the followers, according to you. It's got nothing to do with happiness. Oh, no. They're some of the most miserable people. I'll tell you who's happy. Um, My dad is happy. My parents are happy. My dad has, I think, 68 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's happy because we have the farm in Costa Rica and he gets to go see the animals every day and go ride horses and whatever and make cheese and all that. But uh, he has no followers. And um, I don't know about money right now, but but it's, you know, he's already old, but or older. He's not old. He's listening to this right now. Not right now. We're recording right now, but he's listening. Oh, hey. What's up? Am I allowed to say his name or no? Yeah. Hey, Ilya. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you know famous people. They're, are yeah. they as miserable as I, I've experienced them to be? Listen, there are there, there are people just like us, I think, in today's world. Whether you're famous or not, you're, there's people that are miserable and there's people that aren't. But yes, most famous people that I know uh, live, you know not the happiest of lives and because they because of the fact that they feel that they're judged by the public eyes so much and that's where yeah, I, they I are. compare yeah but who cares you know at the end of the day who cares the happiest famous people that i know are ones that recognize that the that this business that they're in in this world that they're in that it's all a game and that they see that, that they play it like it's all a game they treat it like it's a game and there is no you, you're not act you, you don't take anything internally whatever ridicule yeah. you would get you know and all that stuff but the uh but to go back to that novel that that person wrote yeah. a little bit ago that was a that's um, a big one happiness is a choice 
It's a choice. You can choose to be happy. It doesn't matter if you have if you don't have a pot to piss in. You can choose to be happy. There are there's actually a great documentary out there that I suggest you watch called Happy, and it co- and it's a guy Netflix. It's I think it's on Netflix or you could pick it up on iTunes or I think it might be on Hulu. And it's about you know this documentary. I forgot the director. He goes around the world and he interviews people about happiness. And actually, the happiest people are the ones that are living in third world countries that live off of a dollar a I day. I actually think Costa Rica is the happiest country in the world. Or it's like top three. And what's the median income in Costa I mean, Rica? Like a dollar a day? I think the people who work on our farm make like a couple hundred dollars a month. Exactly. And they're hap- They're really happy. But so. they have no followers on Instagram. I can't figure it out. How are they happy and they have no followers it on it? It is possible to be happy and not have followers. I just don't <laughs> understand. No, but to get back to that person's uh um it wasn't really a question, but their topic, uh I understand why they're down. It makes total sense. Like And they also said artist. So yeah. I hope I I really hope that uh whatever art form it is that you do that you understand that um <laughs> there's many different types of artists. And the first thing you got to believe is that if you're an artist, you're an artist. There's no quotations, there's no Unless you're bad. <laughs> well, well, they've had writer's block or something for a while. So once that block gets lifted, we could take a look. Hey, John, let's move on to the next question. And I'm not touching this one because it's a hot button issue. Uh, I'm going to throw it to you. And it's your choice if you want to run with it or not. But I feel like you can handle it really well. Um, <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Considering there were multiple cultures that called their slaves the N-word, is it culturally insensitive to say? I personally still don't think anyone should. But what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! Swear, I swear that's the question. You don't have to answer it. I just thought you'd really handle it very well. You know, I have had a tough week in the press the past couple of weeks, so I would really just. So you're for the N word. You're against <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, I, I I can't I can't I'm honestly bad at reading faces. Uh, uh, let's just move no, on. I yeah, we'll just move on on that one. Uh, it's weird how people want to get political. Uh, like a lot of the questions are kind of political. Um, this one is: I have a topic for your podcast, and it's welfare and your opinion on it. It's these are kids mostly, and they want to know my opinion on welfare. If you want, I could I could just you know, welfare. Oh man, I I can I can take it. Go for it. I think it's garbage. <laughs> uh, pure garbage. Uh, it takes away your motivation to to succeed. Um, and I think that uh, there's people who say, well, no, there's people who really need welfare and, and they need to get help. And I just don't think it should be from the government. Um, and, you know, you know how those same people talk about community. Typically, that's who helps people. It's community. It's churches. It's community centers. If someone really needs something, communities come together. I mean, America is the most giving country in the whole world. So I don't think we need government to do that. Uh, and I think that um, when you give welfare, it takes away the, the motivation to do things on your own. Um, also, if they could almost, you know what they do in Israel for welfare? No, tell me. If people, when people that do receive assistance, either from the government or from their local government, and thing, they actually have to report to a se- to a place that's giving them welfare to show them that they are actively trying to find a job, or to show them that they are trying to do something, because they can't just receive something without trying to make something of themselves. And if they're not actively looking for work, or actively they they pull the welfare. That's good. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't know how they really do it here, but I, I just know it's not good. Also, if yeah. you look at the, uh, the war on poverty, which was you know a, ha, had huge welfare systems, uh, within it, um, poverty was go- dropping like crazy before the war on poverty, and then it kind of stagnated after that. So, if it, we're kind of still stuck there, and that was in 1972, I think. So it's pure bullshit. Okay, next. Sorry for cursing, ma. My mom was listening to this. I didn't mean to say that word. I just hiccuped, so that cancels it out. Let's move on to the shorter questions. What if, <laughs> what, <laughs> what if Germany won World War II? Then we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Next yeah. question. Next question. Uh, next topic. And um, I, I put in my notes, I put a question mark next to it. Mr. Donald Trump and President's Day. What about? I don't. That's what I was hoping you'd know. I don't know. I. Uh, the answer is He's false, and I'll take uh, the next question. Next question, yeah. 
Man, these people were on one this week. Yeah. Why do dudes hate gay men but love lesbians? Every female I know is okay with lesbians. What the f? I don't hate gay men. Yeah. I also, stop assuming. I actually uh, don't hate anyone. Well, I do. Uh, I hate, hate the. Hate I didn't want to say hate it. Takes but too much energy, man. I d- I despise certain. <laughs> <laughs> I despise. <laughs> no. Certain groups of people bother me, like the ones that eat dogs and throw gay people off buildings. Whoa, that exists. That's a thing. I think it's okay to not like those people, but um, straight dudes don't hate game. Okay, I think I know what you're quite. You, you're using the word hate a little too loosely. I think what they mean is girls are more comfortable with their sexuality than men. Mm. I think that makes sense because, in my opinion, I think in the opinion of science, girls are more nurturing. And to feel your feelings and all that, it's it's more in line with being comfortable with sexuality. With men, we have to be a little bit more rough around the edges, and we're not so touchy-feely, so we're not going to be like that way with each other. The way men show affection to each other is by calling each other uh, stupid names, like you're a dumbass, or, yeah. and you call me uh, F-word, or whatever. You know, that's kind of, and, and, and we do it out of love. Like, when girls do that to each other, they're actually fighting with each other. Yeah. Nice input, John. I Thanks. like it. I like your I like your uh, enthusiasm with this too. You have a barbecue. That's what the guys are They're like. We're gonna go to a barbecue, douche. Yeah, I don't like that word, douche. My cousin says it a lot. I don't Doof. like it. Uh, it's a, I, it's, a, it's dude. Let's. It's a. Uh, no, I know what it is. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, hey, this is good for you, and I'm not kidding. Thank you. Uh, what is your opinion on musical theater? I love musical theater. Yeah, I hate it. I love musical theater. I think musicals are awesome. Why? Because they're fun to watch. I like them. I go to them. I actually just took my family to go see Wicked uh, like a month ago. Is this is this where, because I'm uncomfortable with my sexuality, I go gay? Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I didn't mean I, that. I did musical theater growing up. Yeah, I remember. I was in Les Mis. I, know, I feel like you've said that many times to me before. Hey, <laughs> Sadwater, I was in Les Mis. Oh, whoa. John, were you in Les Mis? Why, you recognize me from it? Yeah, I feel like I, I remember you doing that. I was the Frenchman. Can you, can you like, do a thing? Sing a thing? Sing a thing from like Les Mis? For 10 seconds. 10 seconds is a long time. Okay, five seconds. Um, do you hear the people sing, <laughs> sing the songs of angry men? That's beautiful. I wasn't. I was crying. I was not laughing. Thanks. I worked out. Yeah. I don't like musical theater because um, the cardboard sets. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. I don't like it. The cardboard sets. What about Broadway? I Broadway? hate it. I hate it. I hate it all. Okay. I have no patience for it. Well, you don't have to go. No I, no I don't. You go. Okay. I don't want to go. I'm just saying. I don't want to go. I got you tickets for. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> hey. Um. Oh God! It's it's just everything on this page. It's three things, and it's all political. Abortion. What about it? That's the topic. Thoughts. If you don't want to have it, don't have it. No, well, I don't. <laughs> come on, now that's a little. Don't be so I, flippant. I, I don't really don't know. What <laughs> do you want me to tell you about? I'm against it after three months. That's kind of. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, after but it's not months. of course anymore. I thought you're not even allowed to have one after three months. I think you are in certain states. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Once it's an actual body? Yeah. It's crazy. No, no. Three months. Anyway, I think in three months you can you can figure out your body, your choice. I think you can figure that out in three months. Yeah, yeah. After sure. that, you, you, I think after that you've made your bed. You've made your, yeah. Also, don't let guys do that in you. Make them wear a condom, you idiots. Yeah. Except me. I won't, I won't wear one. They're not comfortable. My parents are listening to this. Why am I saying this? Wear a raincoat. Next question. Um, oh, have you heard of this? The the juicy, the Jussie Smollett situation. No, you have. He's an actor. He's on that show Empire. He's a gay actor. Oh, I didn't. I I don't watch that show. But okay. Yeah. Okay. So on January 29th at 2 a.m. in Chicago, he said he went out to go get a subway sandwich. This is his story. Already doesn't sound very. And it was actually like below freezing temperatures. 2 a.m. He went out to get a subway sandwich. Yeah. And then he said, uh, two guys. He didn't say white guys, but it was heavily implied. Uh, two guys with MAGA hats, for those of you that don't know, MAGA hats are Make America Great Again hats. 
Donald Trump hats, uh, approached him, threw bleach on him, tried to tie, tie a noose around his head, and said, this is MAGA country. Um, or this is Trump country. Where did this happen? In Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. So, um, and he said he was at, on the phone with his manager at the time, and the manager can corroborate this whole thing. Um, As managers do. Right. Um, and after a few weeks, it kind of, oh, first of all, the media jumped on it right away because it just proves this is America right now. Everyone's racist, whatever, which to me is a little weird because uh, if we're so racist, why does everyone in the world want to live here? That I was never able to understand yeah. that one. Um, and or why, you know, like a lot of other countries um, shit on America and they all t- want talk about wanting to come here to realize their dreams. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. It's such a horrible place, but for dreams, it's great. Um, and then, so so basically, the story was uh, that, and then the media pounced on it because it just went with their narrative. The media's job is, is to divide and conquer. It's it, it you you divide groups, whether it be sex, uh, race, gender, whatever, um, and and you make everyone in, put them in these little groups, and then it's easier to control us. So whatever, that's it's not a conspiracy theory. They really do that. Um, but then it turns out after a couple weeks that the whole thing is a hoax, that those two guys were two Nigerian brothers who have worked on the show Empire before, and he hired them because he was afraid he was going to get kicked off the show. And now the police want to talk to him, and he hasn't been available for the sh- wait, Chicago wait, police. Wait, wait, so wait, hang on a second. So what did it, what did it end up doing? It was two... Nigerian brothers okay. who worked on the show Empire. Who attacked him? Well, no. It was a hoax. He hired them. He paid them $3,500. What's the point of doing something like well, that? Well, because the media clearly... Well, actually, he didn't think that far ahead. He just wanted to do something stupid like that? No. He he was afraid he was going to get kicked off the show Empire. So now everyone... Because we live in a victimhood culture oh, where... so he if, wanted to victimize himself yes. so he wouldn't so he's, he'd get to renew his contract? Yeah. Also, I think he has an album coming out soon. All the politicians, all the media, all the the celebrities, they were behind him. And then when it came out that it's kind of BS, you know, they all kind of deleted their tweets. My thoughts on this situation are when you live in a a society that uh, rewards victimhood, uh, more of these things are going to keep popping up. Sure. I, I, it's crazy you didn't know about it, but no, it's, I, I, I wish I, I didn't heard, know about it. I had heard a, I heard a, a little something about something, but I didn't realize it was an actor from Empire and all that jazz. Yeah. It's so kinda, isn't that kind of like what happened with? Um, well, he made up the story about um, the one uh, with the with the swimmer in Brazil. Wasn't there something that happened um, Ryan with Ryan Lochte or something like that, where he says he got mugged, but he didn't really get mugged? Oh yeah, didn't that happen to? Kim Kardashian also did it. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is happening more and more. The media keeps on pouncing on stories before they even know what happened, like the Covington kids thing, you know, where it was the kids staring at a Native American guy, and then it turned out the Native American guy inserted himself. No one ever said, ma- no one ever said build the wall or anything like that. Yeah. Um, whatever. We're living in a fake time <laughs> where just things, if they if they're perceived to be true, they are true. Facts don't matter anymore. No, facts don't matter. Exactly. Hey, what do you think? What do you think about gender? <laughs> That's the topic. Gender. What do I think about it? I have no. I, I. It's like, why are you so obsessed with that? I don't know. I think about whatever the science books say about it. Yeah, science. I thought. I thought people were for science. No, I guess they're not. Um, the thing about gender. No, no, actually, not that. But like, let's talk. I want to say something about sexuality for a second. And you can correct me if I'm wrong or whatever, or jump in. Um, if you have to put in your bio on Instagram or anything the gay flag and say you're gay, ba- pan, bi, whatever, and then that's it. Uh, you 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 need to you need to have something else in your life that makes you interesting because you can't rely on your sexuality as the thing that defines you. It's weird. People do that now. That's actually a really, really good point. I never thought about that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, Matt, and and people do it with politics too. Like people put libertarian, uh, anarcho-capitalist, blah blah blah, and it's like, yeah, but that's not you. That's just something you believe in. Wh- I want to know about you. Yeah, like I'm. I, I I hate that with the politics thing too. That's Pe- very, very. That's very, very true. I never thought. Yeah, but it's, but but the problem is that you know the whole world. Has become this soapbox for um, 
I don't know, people getting their points across. It's just Yeah, because uh social media has given everyone the the soapbox and everyone because of social media thinks that their opinion matters. Imagine if I had an opinion on rocket science. Like like I was very uh much enthused about it, but I didn't know anything about it. You are not the foremost opinion. That you are not the foremost opinion on rocket science. Oh no, but I have very, it's very strong, views. very strong views on rocket yeah. science. Science, it's bad. But make sure you don't <laughs> offend anyone. No, 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 it's bad. And uh, I don't need to explain myself. And if you like rocket science, you're a racist. Seems like only white people are the ones that are into rockets are science. into it like from what i've seen in movies and that's why i think it's wrong and racist like october sky toby is that toby Maguire? no it was jake gyllenhaal oh yeah they're the he's same. like i want to go to spice well was that the one with billy bob thornton where he made a rocket that was the astronaut the the, the farmer astronaut or something no what's that one the astronaut's wife I don't know. Is that was that even is that even a movie? The I astronauts. Think, I don't know. Sounds like a good title though. No one, no one knows what we're talking about anymore. Yeah. Hey, do you, dude. Again, I'm not even kidding. Like, and I exit out Doesn't the ones. Doesn't any uh, one of one ask about movies? What, what? Yeah. What movies do you have c- coming out that you you're excited about? Hellboy, April twelfth. Oh yeah, you d- you did that. Yeah, Hellboy, the new Hellboy that's coming out starring David Harbour. And what about people who are like, well, is do I have to w- watch Hellboy one and two? No, no, no. This is a complete reboot, actually. And then what about people that are like, was well, this just another origin story? It is an origin <laughs> story. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> actually, it's not an origin story. What am I saying? It already exists. It's it's just it just really follows the graphic novel that Mike Vignola created, uh, who's a genius, by the way. And um, yeah, it comes out April twelfth, and um, it sh- it's a lot, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. But but what about if if I'm I'm a kid? Hey hey uh, hey uh, hey hey I'm a kid. That's my kid voice. I'm not gonna do it anymore. Hey kid. Hey hey, I play video games. I don't want to go to the movies. Uh, and then now you're supposed to try to get me to go see that movie. But but not in like a weird. I have candy in my car type of situation. Just sell me. I just put you, you on this. Li- <laughs> why don't you want to go to the movies? I like video. G- I don't want to leave my house. Strangers and video games. They're great. I, I like them because I, I, I can see the world that I want to see. <laughs> if you go if you go to Hellboy and you buy tickets, your parents are going to get you all the video games you want. I talked to them already. Is this true? Yeah. All of us. Yeah, I said it. It's How true. How is the movie supposed to make money if this is the deal you've made with parents? Because... That's what it is. I don't know how e- basic economics works, but that the doesn't sound... The parents buy the games. I see. I see. So Hellboy, April something. April 12th. April 12th. All over the world. All over the world. Hey, are movies now being made specifically for Chinese audiences? Because I feel like... Yes. I don't like that. It's in the independent people... Ha- yes, they are actually have to... Um, think about Chinese censorship Re- when they're making their movies. Yeah, that's horrible. It's crazy. And did they don't like gay the, people. Did you know that the censorship... No, they do not. Yeah. I just made a movie called Blackbird, and um, it's about assisted suicide. It's a great... It's a great. You drama. can't do that in China. And it's very hard to sell in China because they s- tell their population that that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that th- which is a good... Someone as a topic said communism. China is just pure communism. Yes. And... They uh they're very strict with the movies that they allow in their country. They they have sen- actually now the censorship is run through the Ministry of Propaganda. Is that what it's called? Yes. It's weird how they don't hide that. No, they don't hide it. <laughs> I, I'm actually going to China. I'll be meeting with the Ministry of Propaganda next month. Hey, I've be careful there. there. I go there all the time. And you know what's funny? They say uh, China has like uh, you know it's it's very smoggy in China. Yeah. Because of the factories. Yeah. Right? And. Um, like at the end of the day, like when you blow your nose, like like black stuff comes out of your nose. Oh, great! It's pretty nasty. So I told a guy, I was like, "So what's up with the with like with the smog? Are they gonna do something at least to work on it? Kind of like what they did in L.A. when they when they yeah when they in the 70s in the 70s <laughs> yeah, they cha- they helped it yeah. And the guy looked at me and he goes, "What are you talking about? Beijing's had fog for thousands of years." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that crazy. The, he said that the smog. 
the smog problem in China was created by the government in order for the government to fix it so that the people think that the government is very strong. It's insane. Makes total sense. No, and they control. Yeah, you can't speak against. When I oh wait, who's that? Ac- sorry. Okay, yeah, go and then I'll ac- yeah. The actress, she was disappeared for a long time, and then now she's fine. Remember, like the most famous Chinese actress. Oh, it was uh, it was like Li Bing. Was it Li Bing Bing? Or something, something like that. that. Yeah, and yeah. for months, people thought she was dead. Yeah, yeah. She just and then she came out and she's like talking about how great China is now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's amazing. It happened with Jackie Chan's son. How? Jackie Chan's son was caught with marijuana in China and put in jail. Jackie Chan had retired, and now because as it was to get his son out of jail, Jackie Chan had to start working again. Because the Chinese government in the box office of movies, they take 75% <laughs> of the box crazy. office. crazy. Yeah. They keep it. They just take it. Oh, my God. Yeah. You should see the version of Deadpool that came out in China recently. It finally came out. If you watch it, it's like a PG-13 movie. Didn't, but didn't they then release the PG-13 Deadpool here? Like, uh, it was did something like Deadpool Christmas or something? Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they did that. But the, but the one in China, and I could tell you that, you know, like yeah, Chinese censorship is really it's interesting, it's crazy. But China China has surpassed the United States in how many thi- cinemas that they have. China was opening up until about a year ago, they were opening on an average 11 cinemas a day. Yeah, but they probably make their citizens go to the movies considering they take 75% of the box office. Well, they have these tiered cities. No, they 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 do. They, they do. encourage it heavily. Yeah. Wink wink. Uh, if not, you go to the work camp. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Maybe in the tier four cities. Yeah. It's so scary. I've been to China once, and I hate it. It was the worst place I've I ever been to in I my life. Can't. I, it's a place I love to hate and hate to love. I don't understand. Because of money, you like it. Yes. Um. So okay, so you have Hellboy, and then you have. Uh, uh, we just started shoot. We're starting in March second to shoot the uh, new Hitman's bodyguard. The Hitman's Wife. Oh yeah, I saw the other, the other one. That was good. Thanks. Yeah. Um, that one's going to be fun. And as far as anything else releasing out later in the year in August, uh, the sequel to our franchise Angel Has Fallen is coming out. There's a sequel to Olympus and London Has Fallen. Ah, I actually kind of like the second one. London Has Fallen was fun. It was a fun movie. Angel Has Fallen's great. Is Aaron Eckhart in this one again? No, or? he's done. He's mar- more in Morgan Freeman's the president. Oh, yeah. But um, but Jerry does a good job. Rick Wall, the director, did a great job. That comes out in August, and then and then we have coming later in the fall, Rambo: Last Blood. Is it rated R? Yes. Good. And it's with Sly. Sly Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Um. All right. I have no idea what this question means, and in my notes I wrote um. (laughs) I'm just gonna read it. No one has to answer it. Why is there such a huge gap between the intellectual abilities of humans and apes? This person is asking, why are humans smarter than apes? Why are you asking this, is my question. Have you ever read the book Sapiens? Yeah, I have it on tape. I also listened to it on tape. Well, because I had eye surgery, so I couldn't read. So I got it on tape. Uh, you just had no excuse. No, I didn't have it. Yeah, I read like 14 scripts a week, so I was not going to start reading the book. Yeah, this I is not li- a competition of who reads what it's and how competition. much. Um, my brother asks, between grief and nothing, what do you choose? By bus. Let me repeat that, because I don't think you heard the question. Between grief and nothing, what do you choose? Nothing. Why? I don't know. That's a good answer. Um, sorry. We don't have that many more. This is more about me. When is Sadwater getting married and having kids? Because you keep talking about your future kids. Oh, the future. Sadwater. It's the future. So I don't know. It's the future. Uh, Do you feel like you hit an age in your life where you just want to implant seed (laughs) (laughs) and multiply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think about it more now than before, but I don't want to do that right now. Yeah, but I I hear you. Yeah, it's like a weird kind of thing. That's like a thought that just starts to come in your brain once you get older. Yeah, your your weird. ovaries are are. Uh, my o- yeah, my eggs are gonna. Your eggs are egging up. Gonna freeze my eggs. 
I don't think that's a good idea. And not because you don't have them. I mean, you don't. But because no, no. But really, when I go to the grocery, I actually freeze my eggs. Wait, do you really do that? Yeah, because they last longer. You're lying to me. You no, don't. No, f- no, I do. I freeze eggs because they last eggs longer. They last, last months. a week in the fridge. Meaning, like when you buy eggs, you're eating eggs every day. So you no. you don't need to freeze your eggs. I eat one egg a quarter. Do you? Really? <laughs> yes. Are you messing with me? Do you really freeze your eggs? No. Wait, I I don't I can't tell. No, uh, no I don't. Okay, you just winked at me. That means you do. No, I don't. I really don't. No, seriously, I don't. Stop winking at me. <laughs> Do you know what winks mean? Do you know what they're for? What? Yeah. To just confirm. You know, no, we're not. You know, we're not filming this podcast. You're literally <laughs> just winking at me. This is very weird. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm not gonna look at you anymore. Okay. Um. I freeze my eggs. Stop. S- stop winking at me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would being a smart comedian be harder than being a politician? I don't know the difference. Yeah, I mean... Oh, actually, yes, I think a smart comedian would be harder than being a politician course. because you actually have to be y- funny and smart and po- politicians are just... I mean, com- really good garbage. comedians are, are philosophers. <laughs> yeah, they are philosophers and they think and they operate at a higher consciousness, which is awesome, and they... The reason why they're funny is because they understand the human condition so well that they can make fun of it in a, in a smart Politicians way. Politicians can't do that. Politicians can do none of that. The, I think politician, a good thing to use a politician would be as a doorstopper. Yeah, but also um, politicians. Or maybe not even that because they're pretty slippery. Sad. That would be like the worst sad fact. But politicians also, what they do is they they've basically hijacked the job of a philosopher. Like they take really, really deep topics like abortion or something like that. And then they boil it down to uh, uh, um, a slogan. And, and Paul and, and comedians like the good ones will do more with hard issues with race and, you know, anything really. And just because they're making a joke about something doesn't mean that they're making fun of it. No, I actually think that when you laugh at something or an idea, and a comedian makes it, you actually retain the idea better. Yeah, they're they're basically implanting it in in your head. You know. Um. All right. But yes, being a smart comedian is definitely harder than being a politician because politicians are snakes. And the first thing you need to be to be a smart comedian is to be smart. And unfortunately, not everybody is smart. Right, right. I mean, there are there are a lot of bad comedians, though. Hey, do you do you uh, have any comedians in your movies? Like, do you guys hire? Have you made a comedy? Uh, yeah, the Hitman's Bodyguard. That was an action. It's comedy. an action comedy. Uh, you know, you know what sucks is is like is a good com. Remember that even in the early two thousands, there were a bunch of good comedies like Old School and Wedding Crashers. And I, I, my it doesn't exist anymore. My favorite type of films are comedies, real comedies. They don't exist. Unfortunately, the model of the business model I work in doesn't allow for it because we're so um, contingent on international presales to get our financing. So what's funny in Italy is not necessarily what's funny. Wait, in is Germany. that is that why? Because no, I mean that really that why. makes sense. That's why I make a lot of that's why I make a lot of action movies because you don't basically you don't have to put a subtitle on an explosion. Sure, that makes sense. But um, what about other studios? Are they not making comedies? No, there are people that are making comedies, I but, uh, but I think any that the good comedies comedy. that come out, you know, these days just aren't that funny. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they're funny to a younger generation. I don't think they are. But um, I'm it trying to think of. I'm trying to think like, like. Dirty Grandpa. That can't. It was that, that was funny. not even no, and that was like four years ago. Uh-huh. Is it because of PC culture? I just feel like there is no more. Com- the comedy is dead. The movie. If you if you look at the comedies from the early two thousands or the late nineties, that's what I'm saying. They f- today would be considered pushing the envelope in PC culture, and unfortunately, we this country and this place has neutered itself because of all PC and now. And now there has to be limits with comedy. Yeah, which will eventually. Phase out comedies because you they, anything they have you to say, someone will get offended. Yeah, and start that, that's going to have to stop soon, though. I, f- I feel like that's going to stop soon. Um, I, I actually think Gen Z is has a better sense of humor than millennials. Um, hence why they like Sadwater. Go buy stuff, sadwater.com. Um, 
to what extent are we Americans free with agencies like the NSA? Look how cr- it's crazy. We're not. I mean, we are more than China. Oh, more than China, yes. But wait, well, actually, no. We are free, but there's just no privacy. Big deal. Yeah, but th- th- that's the thing. Like, this question is wrong in the sense that, People like the agencies like the NSA, it's Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of those things. Yeah, that what I'm saying, you know, what's funny is people get mad that the, you know they say the NSA is monitoring and they shouldn't be monitoring their privacy. Yeah, great, I agree, there should be privacy, but we live in an age where it just doesn't exist anymore. That paradigm is done. But what's funny is, with all the stuff that people sign up with their phones and the Apple Pay and everything, people give up privacy for more convenience gladly. Yeah, th- so the, the NSA wishes, the CIA wishes they came up with Facebook <laughs> and yeah. Google and all these things, but I guarantee you they have access to those things. I'm sure they do. Those are the companies that I would They're worry about. I wouldn't worry right about now. I mean, for sure. They they love Sadwater. Yeah, they do. Hey, you like Sadwater, <laughs> NSA guy? Well, go buy some, sadwater.com. Yeah. Um. All right, these these are things we don't need to answer, but um, they were right next to each other by two different people. Um, do black people exist? I think so. I think so. Uh, and then transgender people as a topic. Transgender. What's the question? Just the topic? It's, just a to- I, it's like a weird thing to... I think uh, good. Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. The only thing I'll add to good for them... Is um there's a couple things that bother me though. What? And you don't have to agree or say anything. They're pushing this heavily on kids. Like trans kids matters matter or something. Is that, or tra- is that, is that a movement? Something like that. Yeah. And it's like stop sexualizing kids. Let them live their lives. Don't push your agenda on them. If they're if they end up being trans, then great. That's, that's f- if if that's what they want to but like don't push it. There's a kid who who is ten years old, I think his name is Desmond, who is a, a drag queen. And he goes to Good strip clubs. He's, but wait, he's ten, <laughs> and his parents take him to strip clubs, really? and he does it. Like he doesn't get naked, but he in performs st- in strip clubs yeah. for adults. Yeah, and, and and this is my problem with this movement. Can you say therapy? No, because you can't. That's hate f- speech or something. I don't know. That's like that's my problem a with child. It. There's a reason why you have to be 21 or 18 to go into a strip club. Yeah. How are they even allowing? No, him no, no. But now because. Huh? Are they breaking the law? No, because I think the law is afraid to touch that. No pun intended. Uh, but that's my whole problem with it. Other than that, people do whatever they should do, whatever they want. I think but people should do whatever the hell they want. But leave yes, kids out of leave, leave kids, kids out, out, of, out it of it for now. I mean, for now, meaning they're going to be adults. Let them choose. You know um, what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Speaking about kids, that tell me if you show kids today. Like young kids today, the movie like a movie like The Sandlot, they won't understand. Play Elaborate. Playing outside. Playing oh. outside. Yeah. Well, that's because outside is dangerous. <laughs> kids should get hurt. Kids should get hurt and deal with their own stuff. And deal with it, and and then fight with each other. Like fight, they should fight and deal with it, and and that's how they that's how they all figure out problem solving for when they're older. If they, if you if they are nerd if they are. Um, Helicopter parents. Yeah. Parented. It's it's a combination of helicopter parenting and the self-esteem movement that has destroyed a whole generation. Um, yeah, I agree. Well, we're basically at the last question. Um, again, it, these people are... On one? They're on one this week. What happened this week? I it's only Tuesday. <laughs> I, I don't know, but... Oh, because it was President's Day. That's why they were at home and they were able to write think th- and think. Um, you should have been playing outside. Why can't women handle dark humor? <laughs> <laughs> that was really dark. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think that the 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 question itself is a good barometer. If you read this question to a group of women and they lose their shit, sorry for cursing. Um. Maybe it just proved its own point that they can't handle dark humor. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't just say why women can't handle dark humor. I just think that there are a lot of people. People in general now are. Again, it comes down to the whole getting offended thing, you know, and then putting limits on comedy, censoring comedy. 
the dark comedy humor is, is funny. I got I know I some dark it. humor. You want some dark humor? Sure. I'm gonna give you some dark sure, humor. Sure, sure, sure. What's the difference between? Oh, it's a dead baby thing, isn't it? Were yeah. you gonna do a dead baby thing? Dead baby. You were gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Okay, fine. Go. Do you want one? I don't want one, but they might. What's the difference between um, a pile of dead babies <laughs> and a red Ferrari? I don't have a pile of dead babies. Or I don't have a red, red Ferrari yeah. in my garage. Yeah. Is this wh- is this how we end the podcast? Is no, no, no. We gotta end it on a high note. Yeah, on a high note. I w- everyone go watch Hellboy. April Hellboy. 12th. Yeah, and anything else? Uh, oh, is there anything you want to say that? Because you know, millions of people listen to this. They don't. They it's not don't. millions. It's like hundreds, or um, maybe like a yeah, uh, or thousands. I don't know. Um, is there anything you want to say that's gonna save the movie? Ind- Do you think that that the movie industry is is dying? No. I think that the way we consume content is to obviously change, but people still like to watch movies. Um, but I think that more and more they like to watch them at home. I think the cinemas will always exist for the big event films because people like yeah. to watch those, you know, um, spectacles. But for the little stuff, I think people just find a way to watch them at home and we make them for people at home. It's kind of a bummer because I love movies and I love going to the movies. Um, and the few movies that, like, I loved two movies last. I mean, I liked more than two movies, but there was two movies that come to mind that. I had to find a theater that was actually playing them because they were Netflix movies. Um, Roma and Buster Scruggs. Ro- Roma is a movie you should watch in the theater. I know, but most people are going to just see it on Netflix, and it doesn't translate. It does not play on a television. No, because it's such screen. a beautiful movie. You need to experience it in a big screen. But Roma belongs in a museum. It's such, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's the kind of movie it is. Um, and the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, and I, I, that one's another Netflix one that I actually went to see it in a theater. My friend, uh, my friend Tim Blake Nelson's in that movie. I oh, he's, he's great. He's Buster, the Scruggs. guy in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's an awesome, awesome dude. Yeah, um, he's a, he's a good character. He's in a bunch of things. Um, but I, yeah, so I I just feel like. Uh, By the way, can I just say something about yeah. Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Yeah, I just thought that every shot in that movie could have been a painting on a wall. Oh yeah, I mean there was a the the mi- okay so it's like vignettes so the middle one with um he's a musician Watts what Waits Tom Waits oh Tom Waits yeah yeah he's in the middle one and uh, that whole sequence is so good where he's the gold digger the yeah, yeah he's yeah. looking for the what did he call it then the uh, the cl- um he said where are you pocket looking for you yeah. Mister Pocket yeah yeah that one oh my god that that looked like a paint that whole thing looked like a painting oh yeah um so you all should watch that but. I uh, I you're right. Oh shit, that's from the last. Um, I'm rec- I record. Um, what the hell was that? That was a song. Was that the intro intro music? No, that was the outro music from the last one. I just I'm so lazy that this has the presets of <laughs> <laughs> of the last one, and I forgot to delete that. You know, what? I'm gonna keep that in there though. Keep it in there. But um, what I was gonna say is that I think that the this generation coming up, um, they're growing up on video games they're not really going to the movies so i just but you're right i i think that you know you do have to pivot though i i agree with you you have to pivot i can't i can't just be someone who's always in the movie business uh people like me um that do entertainment that entertain for a living we have to say that i like i you know my company is also starting to develop video games and because we have this you know one of the things is our mantra now is that we're not just in the movie business we're in the entertainment business so whatever we need to do, whatever entertainment people want, will service them. I I just don't want movies to die, but, but too, I was gonna man. say I think that um, movie theaters are gonna become like vinyl records, where now there's a boom. Like people people buy and consume vinyl more than they did in the '90s and more than they did in the '80s, um, and it's not because it's uh, the premier thing. It's not the thing most people will have, but it's for the people who care about music and how it sounds. So I think for movies, that might be the case. I think that's why, like, Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino and those types of guys still film on film. And their movies look better. I, I just I just I think agree. that they look better. I agree. Okay, so we solved that. There. I mean, there's nothing like watching a Tarantino movie um, or even a Nolan film like in 70 millimeter. It looks so good, well, and, it feels and rich. a Netflix the movie. Are rich. Yeah, the colors. That's a, uh, they're very rich, but it seems separate from the world. 
Yeah, of course. Nowadays, with this super high, high def and all that stuff, it looks it looks fake. I don't like how it looks. Yeah, dude, I you could see people's the make is it makes doesn't it's not good cinema. Do but you know? Yes, I I do want movies to stay around forever. Yeah, and the last thing I'm gonna say is that that I think that because there's a boom on Netflix, that there's just so much content. And that and they have so much money that they don't act like normal studios where there's checks and balances. So they get really good filmmakers, but these really good filmmakers end up making pretty bad movies. Well, they're not but there's no there because the studio is not sitting on top of them. Right. And I used to hate that, but I feel like it's actually a good thing. It is a good thing. And Netflix basically. Did you ever see the South Park when they made fun of Netflix? Oh, yeah. Where they call they're like. Netflix, you're greenlit. What's your pitch? Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. They send you a check and say, deliver your show by so-and-so. Well, there was... A, so, one of my favorite movies of 2013 was this one called Nightcrawler of with course. Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, movie. so they got Jake Gyllenhaal again, the same director, and the director wrote this one, and it's called Velvet Buzzsaw, and it came out on Netflix a few weeks ago. It is so bad. I didn't see it. Was Dude, it really it's terrible? so bad. And you'd think that because it's the same really the same people just all the same people that it would it would be as good or you know uh, it was bad i hated it the reason why the studio also exists and other producers exist it doesn't matter who you are if you're directing a movie and you're sitting in an editing room for 10 weeks and you're putting it together you need fresh eyes there's eventually a point where you won't be able to tell what's good and what's not anymore. It's impossible. It's for anyone. It's it yeah. goes for anyone. But i guess that doesn't exist anymore with Netflix. And Netflix is like we got 125 million subscribers. Who cares? Throw it on there. Do somebody. they have that many? About. Really? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, uh, uh, okay. And the last thing, because this just popped into my head, and then we'll finish it. You're you're heavily against pirating movies, and you 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 and your uh, other producers in your company, you're fighting against pirating music movies. Yes. But is something like Netflix helping stop that? Because since it's streamable. Yeah. What's the point? Is it really? No, Netflix does help a little bit. Or, or it's a, a Netflix is an SVOD service, which is st- streaming video on demand. Um, yeah, it does help a little bit. Giving people access to things right, that they normally wouldn't be able to have in another way, that they can get it legally, it helps. Unfortunately, there are people out there that just like to steal, and they get a kick out of it. But, um, but those platforms, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, iTunes, all that stuff helps. Very good. But so people shouldn't steal. Except? Never. Baby. Okay. Oh, I was baby. Gonna, oh, yeah, babies. I was, I was bringing that back. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Dark bring humor. It back, bring it back. And another thing is um, don't follow your dreams with tunnel vision. If you fear <laughs> off the <laughs> we path. Ready we're back. We already went back. We already did that. If you fear off the back. path, just don't forget them. You had a whole better thing in the beginning of the podcast and you're yeah, just I know, ending I don't know it where i went with that Sorry. you're just ending it now I, I thought that that's what you're supposed to do is my first time like doing book a podcast market? book market like that no not book market book end it oh book, book end, end. Yeah. yeah book mark i'm so stupid give sometimes. me the music so stu- give us the music well i'm gonna put it in after oh okay well the song goes in that was jonathan yeah wait let me just do the outro okay let yeah. me just do it because i feel like i always do it okay okay go go that was sadcast episode 32 I am Sadwater. Go buy stuff on sadwater.com. That was my guest, Jonathan Younger. He's a movie producer and an actor. Go see his movie, Hellboy, April 12th. Yes. I love you. Okay, bye.